podcast, huge news before we get into this episode. Right now, go to garyvee.com slash search. That sends you to uh, search.garyvaynerchuk.com, my new search engine. This is the 3.0. Some of you have seen it in the past. This is by far the best version. I mean, you're going to be blown away if you have any questions or thoughts or ideas of what I've said about something, literally anything, (laughs) go into the search engine and type it in. Uh, Also, because today's the big launch, uh, take a screenshot and uh, show me on Twitter what you searched. I know a lot of you are going to search to see how many times I said it. So anyway, regardless, around TikTok, around insurance agents, about what I would do if I was a doctor, uh, around LinkedIn, around anything you choose, this search engine is powerful. Go to garyvee.com slash search. Uh, check it out or go to my website and check on the toolbar. You can see the search engines there. Uh, would love for you to use it. I think it's gonna be a huge resource for a lot of you. And I hope you have a wonderful day. Go check it out. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Hey podcast, Joe from Team Gary here. Today's episode is a mashup of Gary's opinions on how young people and students can find their path in life. Enjoy. I'm curious what you said earlier about tasting, tasting okay. things in your 20s. Yes. Um, where would you say is, is the best spot to do that? Is it at a company? Is it in college? Is it... It's definitely not in college. Taking a trip to Argentina or something or like... It's anything but college only because, not, not, and not to like overly razz on college, but it's a fake environment. There's nothing about college that has anything to do with your professional career. Um, so, not college, but then anything in the real world. You know, in a company that has flexibility to let you do a lot of different disciplines, something I'm proud of that we have here, and I'm sure others do. Um, I, believe, I believe the framework of the world is backwards. I think that everybody in their 20s should be at their highest risk behavior. And I think most of you are feeling pressure on the other side to start being more responsible in real life. That we've created this narrative that you like around for four years in college and it's your last great thing and then in May of when you're 22, you now need to get serious and everything becomes super practical. Both as a macro thing, a level of underlining pressure we feel from our parents, an underlining pressure we feel from ourselves to prove that we are what we think we are. And I think that unfortunately, I'm trying to figure out through my communication and hopefully that influences others to start a debate. I think the right model is actually that 20 to 30 should be ludicrous. Should be all the most extreme versions of like four different countries, 19 different jobs. Um, that you have that you have the ability still at that point to have the humility to live which then gives you the luxury to be able to taste. When you're 36, you now have created overhead in family, home, car, loans, mortgages and other things that give you less flexibility. When you're 22, it still seems feasible to live with five other girls in a two-bedroom apartment where everyone's trying to figure out their world. And then college, you, you don't like college purely because of I don't, the value prop? I don't like college for the value prop for a big percentage of people. I think college works for, somebody left a comment yesterday on my Instagram that like, Gary Vee, you convinced me to stay in school. And I was pumped. And, and I was like, yes, this kid is hearing me. I'm not on college, I'm cheerleading for self-awareness. There's no such thing as one thing works for everyone. 
and one of the scariest things in, in American society, one of the scariest things is parents putting pressure on kids to go to school to make the parent feel good and making the kid take on debt for that when the kid doesn't feel like they want to do that and then they come out the other side and they literally spend the next 15 years trying to reconcile that debt. That's why you have a lot of unhappy people. And then what that means is then they go, yay, I'm gonna vote for the person that's gonna wipe out college debt, right? Because that's your short-term issue, just like other people vote to the Republican side on their short-term issue, which then leads to accountability issues. Which leads into people like, Google needs to take care of me. This is how the machines are gonna win. You understand that, right? I don't want the machines to win. I want all of you to think every single thing is your fault without judging yourself into depression. Which, you know, everything's your fault, that's a great thing, means you're in control, let's go. Would you say to like start at like some company first and then kind of figure it out from there or just like kind of go? How do you learn? I, I think mostly by doing. So then don't go to a company. But I feel like there's a lot of, there's a lot of like, I guess pressure in a sense to like, you know, go. You can stop this sentence right there. You know that you learn that way, but you're gonna do something else based on somebody else. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what everyone's doing, bro. And so everyone's sitting around and trying to figure out why everybody, every, all these young people are so upset. It's because of all this. Because they were overcoddled by a generation of overcoddling parents and they don't know how to do their own And I think they can do tons of and believe you can do so much as long as you tune out. Are you in a place where you're comfortable to do what I lived through? This is, I mean, I lived it. I lived a world where, for, you know, now I'm me, but 26-year-old me was ringing up my friends from high school at my dad's liquor store when they rolled in with their BMW because they went to a good school and started working at Goldman Sachs and could afford one, or not really, but they wanted to look like they could, and they were buying a case of Moet Chandon and I was ringing it up for them, and this is real stories now, and carrying the case to their car and putting it in their trunk I walked in feeling fulfilled because I was happy I made a sale. They were leaving there feeling unbelievable because Gary's bringing out my case. The problem was that was just when we were 26. Now that we're 43, it's real, real, real different. I just had the internal strength to deal with that scenario. 99% of you aren't. Really great. <laughs> Mainly though, but I felt really, really great at 24 when I schlepped that case into my friend's car. Yeah. Because I love process, not, not winning. I actually like losing more than winning, I've come to learn. This is something I'm really trying to reconcile. I actually like losing more than winning. It speaks volumes to why I'm obsessed with the Jets and Knicks and completely have abandoned the, Yan the Yankees and the Rangers after they won a championship. I like losing more. 
Micro losing or macro losing? Micro losing, right. but, micro, but everything is micro losing besides death or bankruptcy. Like being the underdog? <clears throat> yep. Like I just don't give a what you guys think. And that goes from you all the way up to my parents. That by recognizing that you guys don't have the, nor my parents has all the context. Nobody fully knows you. I, it's actually through empathy. Now, what I, age was that like? Early. <sighs> early. Like I can't believe how I, now, understanding a little bit more, back to like being in your own cocoon, I don't, I can't believe the mentality I brought into high school. Like to navigate high school the way I did, which is like completely and utterly not affected by peer pressure in hindsight, is wild to me. That takes a level of like self-confidence at such an early age that I think, I just understand so much more of what I am now really on that window because that is such a tough spot. I think a lot about this program and just internships in general and I think that I've been pretty vocal in the past from my content standpoint of like how, like I unbelievably don't believe the ROI of this internship is the skill set that you're learning. Though I'm sure for some of you, you know, especially knowing in certain categories, you know, paid media I feel very confident about. All of them I do, but there's clearly places where you will learn skill sets. Um, I'm sure you'll learn plenty on Team Gary, like we're proud of like what we're good at. But this has to be a huge big game of like interpersonal relationships. It is like, you're gonna cozy up with each other because it's easy, you're going through the same right? And it creates a natural bond. This is, it's imperative that you muster up whatever extroverted DNA you have to just say hello in the kitchen. It's just imperative. It just, you, I can't explain enough to you that there are 13 people that work at this company right now that in 19 years are gonna be the CMOs of the biggest companies in the world. I don't know what to tell you. Like, so, as you can imagine, if I'm even half right, the serendipity of one of those people, you know, becoming somebody you have a relationship with, disproportionately changes the course of your professional career. Not to mention the thing I'm proud of, and Luce, I'm sure you're feeling this, like from a, from a culture and pet team and how, how we care about like human stuff, like there's the professional aspect of like me being right about that and you know, you then becoming way more advanced in your career 12 years from now because you've tagged along with Lisa or Johnny or Susan uh, as their careers progressed. Um, there's just also the fact that a shocking amount of people at VaynerMedia end up marrying each other, becoming singular best friends with each other. Like this, we have a very interesting framework when it comes to human dynamics that I think lends itself to a lot of ROI and so not every person is gonna be extroverted or is comfortable to like roll up on somebody cold and say what's up, but I promise you there's very few businesses on earth that it's safer than here to do that and I couldn't push you harder to do it. Elevators, random meetings, you know, going to, you know, obviously at this point you probably feel some comfort level with the person above you or the people that are rabbying you, asking them to create the serendipity for you or bring you into different rooms just to take a look or, you know, you're in project management but are curious about creative, just being thrown into a meeting, like tasting, tasting things is the number one strategy in your 20s. 
You've made decisions about what you're about and it's highly likely you're wrong. And when I say wrong, the holy grail of life professionally is to love what you're doing and be good at it. You know, there's a lot of people who love what they do and they're okay at it. There's a lot of people that crush at something but hate it, you know. And the only way you'll know that is if you taste more. I always, I always smile when I'm on this kick because I think about oysters a lot. So like I'm really into them and like, like I've gotten pretty knowledgeable about them like West Coast, East Coast, like that kind of shit. And it's just so funny how many people have decided they don't like oysters without ever having them. And that's how I think about careers. You think you're FinOps but you're really strategy. You think you're strategy but you're really account. You think you're project management but you're really FinOps. And I think about that every day. My job at the top of this whole thing is to put players in a position to succeed. Um, The nature of where you are in your life gives you more flexibility to do that for yourself if you have the patience and humility to go through the process. All right, episode's over. Like I said in the beginning, please leave a review and subscribe up on Apple. It would mean a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot to me. Thank you very much. Thanks, Gary. Today's highlighted review is Unreal by Jordan Jepo. I'm not an everyday listener, but every day I listen, this podcast seems to be just what I needed. Thanks for everything, Gary. Thanks to Jordan Jepo. Keep those reviews coming. We could highlight yours next.